0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Arathian Unofficial Spoiler Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Fansexual.
1: As usual, Silentious so Steve hear people.
0: So we got a uh, brand new series this week with this episode zeros. Unfortunately only two of them, but um I definitely enjoyed one of them. <laughs> Hmm. Jake is always the one who has to wait. That's what I meant. I meant that obviously as a joke, because Jake chose to roll last on Warmonger. He <laughs> always has to wait now. <laughs> so yeah. that's the only thing I was talking about. But as usual, I guess we shall start with Regicide.
1: Yeah, because who needs order in their life? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Regicide's uh, enemy this week was fun.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't remember that stream worked together to make that one. <laughs> I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, "Who's who's villain is this dude?" <laughs> uh, I remember, see
1: the LD or SG that chose. I think SG chose um, chose the name Bob, name as well as <laughs> the alignment, I and mean, then. LD chose the class. I don't remember who chose Nero and It Might have been Josh.
0: Um. You know what? I think I popped in right when he um, did ask SG the name because I remember her just saying Bob, and I was <laughs> like, "What? <laughs> I'm so bad." Now that you say it, I completely remember that lesson. I mean that name. <laughs> uh,
1: it was funny. And it was definitely yeah. been... Well, definitely was a fun little... Uh, we're being followed.
0: <laughs> Ophiel's being the paranoid who was right. She's <laughs> spinning in a chair with fingers in the air. Like, yeah, I was
1: right.
0: Like, you, yeah, I was right. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. But uh, let, let's start from the beginning. You know, the party ends up uh, popping that crate open and jumping down. And... Yadis trying to do something cool uh because he was trying to mitigate damage ends up causing himself damage while everyone else is fine, so
1: well, they could have just chucked a stone, but I guess I guess thirty points of damage also proves to point two <laughs> uh yeah wait is
0: this this isn't the first time he's
1: used that ability, right? no. It's not the first time you use that teleport, but I mean, Scott did say before that it's a case of well, you're still accelerating. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter what point you are. Once you hit the point of acceleration, you're going, you're hurting.
0: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna take damage. Sorry. So there is that. Uh, afterwards, after all of them jump down. Rina ends up finding a um, special little item.
1: That canonically smells like uh, rotten onions and vinegar.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> yes, she has some wonderful timing.
0: Was this, um... Is they Was this engraving actually canon? W- I don't know what the engraving was in the first place, so you're going to have to tell me it that. Was... Okay. i i I haven't seen up to this episode mostly because i keep trying to take notes for everything else but uh the the stinky pinky i
1: don't i don't remember i don't remember any engravings on the stinky pinky and lost initiative that's (laughs) because i don't pay that much attention to lost initiative because it happens not working and also we don't take notes for lost initiative so um.
0: (laughs) well the engraving was uh gwb the only reason I remember that is because great weapon, and then there's a bee. I couldn't figure out what the yeah, well, bee would
1: stand for. They were know. talking about it, but I don't know whether it was, because I was still mainly joking. Yeah, and um, you know how the two people who've suffered the most from diseases, um, uh, Reno and Erfios, right? And how jumping down, there was a sort of deep pool of filth that they lent to cushion the blow. Yeah, um, there are two net ones to avoid disease at one point, I believe? Or something like that? There are two net ones somewhere for resist for con saves. Uh,
0: they haven't experienced with the diseases do yet, so... <laughs> we'll see! I we'll guess see you could call want. it a
1: lucky dip. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any Chaos God that loves these guys, it's Nurgle. No yeah (laughs) that'll be fair he loves everybody
0: (laughs) oh (laughs) man the um stinky beacon ring is actually probably the savior of the day because uh because of it rena is able to find the way out of the sewers so there's there's a jungle out there It's a something. (laughs) Sewers, tunnels, whatever you want to call it. It's A bunch of shit with flowing water. That's what it is. (laughs) And
1: lots and lots of corridors. Yeah. Having a way out underground is always nice. And they come across another big old grate where you'd have to bust it down, you couldn't lift it. And it's got all sorts of rubbish that's been artificially piled there. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then there's another corridor that goes off that Rina's ring tells you. Oh, this is the way out. Well, <laughs> let's just say the mushroom density increases from there. <laughs> That's. <laughs>
0: uh, now that they they end up coming up on a bunch of shriekers, um, <laughs> and we're just gonna skip. The entire part at uh, the entire argument at this part of <laughs> Scott hating 5e for every single thing that he doesn't agree with rather than changing it. I mean, I'd argue it would be that. a bit more difficult
1: to hold your breath in shit water than it'd be to hold your breath in ordinary water, <laughs> right,
0: right? But that's right, just right. me, you know. Yeah. He's the dm Billy didn't change it, so whatever. <laughs> it's fine. We're not gonna. We're not gonna keep going on with all the arguments. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. Um...
0: Right. So they. So they end up coming up on the streakers, and they um, go underwater to be able to swim, not swim past them, but get past them without their scent being um prevalent. Well, and um... the water
1: does clear up close towards these mushrooms too, so it's not as bad.
0: Yeah. 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 There's that
1: too. Oh yeah, so um, they already tested the streakers first, which probably didn't help in the first place. <laughs> in order to figure out how to get past them, so uh, I mean, you set the alarm once; they're already going to assume there's intruders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but at that at that point, um, our lovely friend was already following them because mm. Ophios Ofe, uh, picked up that they were, they he was following them back before. They, uh came up to that giant great yeah great uh, vertical great blocking their path so Elvios is able to pick that up and then uh I think it was later on right before the outcropping that he was able to pick them up and pick it up as well so
1: yeah I call bullshit because it's stealth focus, but I oh well. love <laughs> hey look.
0: <laughs> He's the one who said it, it, it's making those terrible, horrible noises.
1: <laughs> Honestly, he just needs a DJ-mice remix of just the Shrieker's and <laughs> slug. <slow. laughs> I should say it's a good thing Shani didn't turn up when the Shriekers came in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's say <see> that. <laughs> so the 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 party end up getting past the shriekers and they come up on a colony of other mushrooms who spot them almost immediately and puff up and spew just giant cloud of spores
1: yeah you can't see and you hear voices in your head <laughs>
0: Which Giannis was pretty pretty much fine with he, almost immediately as soon as he stood back up. I mean, he wasn't fine with it at first because obviously they did, did that whole "oh shit" <laughs> and then jumped under the water, which perfectly made sense because they never. He seen also it did roll the, the lowest
1: basket. of the Constitution after popping up, so he was a coughing wreck for a while.
0: Yep. <laughs> and then um, once once he did that, he's trying to like calm them down and say, "Hey, look." We just want a way out. And they're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. We don't know who you are.
1: Insert that Kermit <laughs> gif of like where he's playing an Avenger on Family Guy in the swamp or whatever and someone asks him directions. So he goes, back the way you came, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that gif. <laughs> that uh, gif encompasses everything.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: man. We can't climb up. We can't climb back up. You can get down, you can climb back up <laughs> <laughs> they' probably rather worried that something might have followed them down. Oh wait, something did
2: <laughs> <Yep>.
1: <laughs> and so there's a great big stinking cloud that hits some there's a still that obscuring mist that's around them um yonder still doesn't have much in the way of luck with constitution
0: saves. Wait, there was one thing I wanted to point out, was that Yandis told the truth while not admitting that uh, they are the ones who killed the Yavin here, which he seems to be able to do a lot of. <laughs> it's like, To be honest, I don't think they would have cared. Nope, not at
1: all. I don't think they would have known who that was or what the heck that meant.
0: But he told them anyway,
1: so... And when Bob pops off, everyone else just goes, Other way! <laughs>
0: Dude, I love how the number of my were like. Oh, it's Bob. <laughs> that reminds me of um,
1: oh, what is it? I remember there's a martial arts movie where um, it called Kung pao where um, a or something like that, where the enemy, oh, he, the yeah, bad guy, goes, "You now call me Betty." <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I remember that. Oh. I did that didn't remind me of that, but yep. <laughs> I
1: can see it now. So I was like, but that's not a very intimidating name. I think it's killed.
0: <laughs> the only thing that that this situation reminded me of is like the little green men from uh the Toy Story or Buzz Light Year mm-hmm. show or whatever the hell it was. But um yeah. I mean they technically a hive mind too. <laughs> i think there was one who wasn't and they were afraid of him at some i don't remember where that is because i don't think i think, think there's some there's some history,
1: in, i think it's in the like. animated series like yeah
0: okay okay yeah, yeah. which kind of <laughs> mirrored in this episode huh <laughs> when bob shows up it, that was like the <laughs> this is like the best fucking intro for a villain <laughs> it's like he just rolls up <laughs> and everybody's like Okay. Like it, it felt like a, a, a spaghetti western. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the the bad guy just rolls up, and shoots off his gun and everyone starts panicking all of a sudden. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. A pity that he's uh it's a pity that uh druid's not really that um great for AC and these guys hit like train and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. almost killed him instantly. Uh, except for the uh, melding to stone thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But then again, something so tiny being so resilient is a a bit of a what the heck co- what the fuck's this thing made out of freaking
0: steel. Wait, do you do you think uh Delaric added the Pathfinder boost to AC for it?
1: because nah, you converted it through five E.
0: Right, right, right. I- I was just saying, like, he might have just added the plus two because it's an NPC. You can do that kind of thing when you're making NPCs.
1: So. Are you telling Scott to flush <laughs> the dice?
0: <laughs> 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 no one has to know what the AC is equal to, OK? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is an NPC. Sometimes you just got to make it up. <laughs> yeah. long as it's consistent. Like, well, you know, as long as you're not saying the AC was 17 and all of a sudden it's 21 out of nowhere, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty good fight. Pretty, really fun. It was a really fun fight. Um, One thing, one unfortunate thing is what Doug was saying because of uh what you were saying that Messi said is the team is all martial. So they're able to dish out over 100 <laughs> hit points of damage in one turn. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Messi was the only one to actually take any actual damage um, from mm-hmm. Bob in the first round, the first time. And very nearly died in the second one.
0: <laughs> Great crowd control though. Great crowd control. Bob has some amazing crowd control spells. Yeah. Um, so much so that he ended up killing most of the number Numbomison down there. So, <laughs> well, unfortunate for them.
1: There were seven, and they got through the Moy. The other four got eaten alive by insects. (laughs) (laughs) After a wall being put in the place so they couldn't go back to the colony. Which Mm. Ophius managed to convince Farina to help make a hole so the Mamosen could escape through. Even though she really is wanting to kill everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She really wanted those stir-fried mushrooms. (laughs) I like how Rena got into the character Rina's head the entire time. She's like, I'm tired of being in this damn sewer and I just wanna go. I don't wanna be here anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, and after the fight was revealed that if they just got past the wall, they would have gotten out and
0: lifted them mice into their face.
1: I bet she really was kicking herself for a while.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say the, the funny thing though is right after they killed Bob, uh the other mushroom people decided to just tear him up and Hand him off, turn him into tea. Oh. <laughs> Just like poor Bob.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, give a foot the slug got away. <laughs>
0: uh, I guess he deserves it. He killed his whole entire uh Colony, yeah. His entire colony is in his name Bob the Defoiler. Defo- defoliator, <laughs> yeah. Defoliator. Yeah, so
1: Yeah, I'll well, um He's gained his own sentience. He's not a hive mind like everyone else. He's not part of it, <laughs> And seems a lot more powerful than the rest of the ones that were in the freaking hive mind. So what happens if you find another member of my like that? Yeah. That's
0: where he... Oh, man. Yeah. It makes me wonder what, is, what, when uh, what happened to my son. They all well, turned um, his whole colony
1: my... <laughs> Well, um, I suppose we could skip over the little freaking funny but where um tyler mentioned what he thought of when uh scott was describing a little little mushroom hands oh yeah <laughs> poor rita <laughs> <laughs> oh she was so red there for a moment that was scott I'm like, <laughs> why'd you have to do it why you have to do it that way it just made me think of dick fingers why'd you have to go there Tyler look <laughs> like I hang out with Wade and all them for way too long of course when I think about dick fingers
0: <laughs> Dude, there were so many innuendos this entire session
1: <laughs> well so is in mushroom tips right
0: yep yep you're right <laughs> you're in the gutter i guess you got to think like you're in the gutter
1: (laughs) and then they realized they wasted that tea because they're in a position where they could have taken a long rest (laughs) and then healing push i did like 70 health
0: And then they tried to argue against it. Like, <laughs> wait, we went the take the help if you didn't force us to. It's like I didn't. You weren't forced to, to. You didn't have to make the tea right then and there. You chose <laughs> to though. <laughs> to
1: <do> <laughs> Personally, uh, I would have waited until you cleaned up first. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then Earthios realizes we're cleaning each other as much as we can. This one particular smell of. Ross and onions and
0: vinegar won't go away it guided them to safety okay they, <laughs> they can deal with a little bit of a smell for now <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: i know it also came up in this episode but like people have been sympathetic gaggers and that sort of thing right like mm-hmm. and ty said why don't you do it to Mathis instead but like you remember he has right <laughs> <laughs> Particularly back in that campaign where basher was, because um I gave a certain animate dead ring for um, Wade and uh Wade oh, had to eat undead um,
0: Who's <laughs> it- <laughs> it you who gave the ring? Oh,
2: oh,
1: man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I still laugh at the two big jokes that came from that one. There's that bit where uh, everyone's just absolutely horrified about what it originally does. And then the bit mm-hmm. where they're like, having an army of zombie children and that sort of thing. I think it's like, Scott just starts saying, we are, we are. And then Wade goes, I just had a way more disturbing thought. What if I failed the saves every single time? <laughs> because it's the failed saves that cause them to eat the undead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and scott's just oh, why oh why God. did you go there why <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: there's so,
1: been a lot yeah, of fun it's... rooms that have come up in lost initiative and now one of them is yeah. jumping the room <laughs>
0: <laughs> i can't claim credit for that one though as soon as i can stop doing 60 hour days i'm gonna start watching lost initiative again so <laughs> Hopefully that's pretty soon. But um... Oh oh I'm sorry. One other thing I wanted to <laughs> reference was how easily <laughs> Messi can just destroy some of Delric's <laughs> <laughs> criticisms about things. Like uh when Ophelia's decided he was gonna help Rena break down the wall by just shooting a bunch of Eldric shot uh, Eldric blast and um at the wall. And he was like, you know, like the emo anime moment where they they just go rah 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 he was like so, you mean like Inclimate Limit Breakers? <laughs> <laughs> he just shut up. Well, is it, is it not
1: like that, Scott? We need an answer.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so good. I mean, I know, Try. I'm voting for
0: Inclimate, but just. <laughs> <laughs> we seem to get more and more anime every time. So. <laughs> every... Also, a little thing came up, um, particularly Rosin took offense, and as Steve and Rosin are my party members, I will um, say that the New Zealand and Aussie flags are different. What I believe is otherwise, but I will well, say it. <laughs> On let's the just that, let's <laughs> just say that uh, one extra star didn't lead
1: us to going to all native wildlife. <laughs> It's just a curiosity thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love that Rosie was screaming in chat. We're not the same. Um <laughs>
1: oh, Yeah, we're just always competitive with each
0: other. Um we're we're gonna go to War Warmonger because there's some fun little bits in enclame uh for this week that um
1: Well, that's the very first spot. so
0: yeah yeah yeah, but you know something something happened there that i'm pretty sure steve wants to really talk about oh <laughs> just... um, yeah we can go to warmonger
1: but warmonger was basically first part of it was troubleshooting making an army where mm-hmm. jake was only mm-hmm. wanted to not get in the first tribe but they ended up with 50 from jake 50 from uh Cell, and 20 Cavalry from Nick.
0: Ne- eventually. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the rule said that if you failed, you only got half as much. I think Jake thought he didn't get any.
1: No, I think fail. it was that he didn't succeed, but you got a bonus to trying to do
0: it next time. No, no, that was on top of that. Because you definitely got the, the bonus for the plus five, but I think... But I remember when he failed, it was... Uh, Delric said you were only um, able to like amass half as much, and then you get a plus five to try it again next time. Because I know it was. Like, I think that's because it's not really ready to go it. yet. Like it's halfway there. Oh, okay.
1: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I did know you were going to sing that song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I could have done the Spongebob thing instead, if you liked. (laughs) I'm already halfway there! Halfway
0: there! (laughs) I know Bon Jovi a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) By the time Spongebob came out, I think I was like middle school, and I was an edgy middle schooler, and I was like too cool for damn spongebob <laughs> <laughs> i watched dragon ball z instead thank you very much <laughs>
1: God damn. After, after like the first season of dragon ball i couldn't watch it just because it got to the point where he's still charging up three set three fucking episodes later well, i'll go watch something that actually ha- something happens and thank you very much
0: <laughs> it depends on what age you were watching it because as like a 10-year-old kid, Dragon Ball Z was the coolest shit ever until you know you started to grow up and realize that nothing happens in Dragon Ball Z and you're oh. just padding out the time. I tried rewatching
1: Yu-Gi-Oh! like a while back <laughs> and like oh shit, this is just as bad as Dragon Ball. I didn't fucking yeah. realize it.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I can't keep going back. <laughs> oh man. So Tesla was able to amass an army. He uh, decided not to go with all elite soldiers.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was going to go with 100 elite soldiers. And then he was going to go... No, was it Jake? Or was it him that was going to go for 200 freaking ordinary soldiers? That was Jake at first. That was Jake at first, right? hmm 100 ordinary soldiers. Let's make it 50.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tesla was like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get our best soldiers. We're gonna mass. Oh, how much does that cost? And how much of a hit to a loyalty is that? Well, you see, maybe we just get some regular soldiers out there. Well, it's more than one.
1: <laughs> Jake should just be really thankful that he got more than one, <laughs> and that uh, dealing with the pyro wasn't so bad for." Cell, which totally doesn't um, enforce a certain perception, a certain crazy cultist has of
0: (laughs) the cell's kingdom. So, yeah, that's basically what they were doing uh, for the, what was that, like the first hour? Yeah, it was like the first
1: half, half, and then we went into Jake's, because everyone else had done all their events and things like that, we went
0: into Jake's side of it. So, jumping into the RP uh, section, we have uh, Daxul returning over to the Um, letting him know that the tribe was coming. The British are coming! The British are coming! The tribe is coming! The tribe is coming! <laughs> and they got little time, so they need to do something about that.
1: <laughs> and, and basically um, convince the uh, remnants of the other tribe, Hey, either you, help, either you do most of the fighting and we help you, and then you can join us and not be extinct. Or we'll attack both. Like, pretty much
0: pretty
1: much let you get destroyed and attack the other guys and see if not they're worthy of
0: joining us. Mm-hmm. One other uh, thing to point out, though, as Daxul said that uh, he didn't see any spirits around the uh, that other tribe. He was saying that at first he was uh, around them and he didn't think... He thought that, that they were just, like, super rowdy or whatever. Um, but it turns out that there's actually not many warriors over there,
2: and oh, that otherwise. they were starving.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they were starving, get ready to eat the young and the old. So <laughs> uh,
1: that's what the other tribe wanted to do, and that's when um, curses came back.
0: No, no, this is this is with them starving. This is like they were they were the other starving, tribe. The other like...
1: tribe was looking at them, and going, mm-hmm. we'll "Eat all the young, we'll eat all the young and the old, and then we'll." take whoever's left to join up with us as more of our fighters. And that was no, when no, no in. Came...
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I thought that was after he he sent Curses to go and get the... Uh, <laughs> to go and negotiate. Yeah. Which Curses did very well. <laughs> Not as well as all the other events, but that's because all the other events were easier. <laughs> yeah, and, hers, uh... hers was a little bit more tough, but very goes to Erzog and... uh Pretty much asks about the tribe and the, their situation, and he says, uh, Karuk." Karak, yeah, and if they want to, this is what you were saying, if they want to join, then they need to prove themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, these starving, this tribe of half-starved individuals, or starving individuals, they're going to have to prove themselves. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think just We're surviving the
0: fight you know. will be proving themselves. <laughs> uh, um, and, and he was saying that if they get wiped out by the other tribe, problem solved. If they wipe out the other tribe, problem solved. If neither join, then Densho comes in and they just destroy everyone. So, problem solved. <laughs> I hope those swiftly know what they're doing then. <laughs> either way in urzog's eyes it's a win-win-win situation so <laughs>
1: yeah and we also had doxor saying there's a albino boar and um baron said that the ashen walk should have to kill mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. me just say those boars aren't anything to be freaking underestimated <laughs> the, best <way>. the ordinary <laughs> ones of them you either kill them at range or you run faster than the guy next to you. <laughs> because, the moment, and also, the moment they start squealing, all the other boars around go, ooh, food! <laughs> and they all start running up.
0: Oh, man, that's great.
1: So if oh. you want to kill one for food, make sure you leave a lot of it there. <laughs> <laughs> so they have something to stop oh. them fight over, you, so you can go with whatever you got away with. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. So there's a lot of speculation amongst um, a lot of adventuring like, groups and things like that amongst the patrons. So. Maybe, just maybe, it's either going to be really big, or it's going to be in charge of a lot of boars.
0: <laughs> it's the Ashen Boar. <laughs> All the other poor follow it. <laughs> <Just 'cause. laughs>
1: so, um, oh, there's, also, there's also speculation that maybe because of Salbino, they're going to try and stay away from it. But, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, of course, because is going after it. Yeah. So, um, we don't see that as being easy.
0: <laughs> but Daxel says that, uh, the Phyrex can handle it and not to go to his other advisors because they're all, six in the mud, and they're all going to be like, oh, you're too old for this. Let us help you and blah, blah, blah. And Duxil's like, nah, dude, you got to prove yourself. You got to be the one who went out there and took care of that white boar so that all the other clans around here respect you the way they should. And Variks is like, let's fucking do it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: knowing what I know about boars, I think that's just (laughs) Derrick being a little asshole. (laughs)
0: Listen, man, when you got a good hype man, they can get you to do anything. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Duxel's just being a good hype man right now. Yeah,
1: um, Scott also (laughs) said that he noticed that. Um, if you want variks to do anything, just be the first guy to ask him to do something. that uh, Jake has a proclivity towards uh, picking the guy that asks him his
0: option. <laughs> Jake, when Jake listens to this, he's going to be a lot more cautious about who he says yes and no to from now on.
1: <laughs> I mean, you already had all the time to learn them in Kingmaker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, uh, so Variks ends up putting Curses on the job for to go and, uh, gather the Spearhead tribe's remnants. Uh, That was to go
1: investigate them. That was to go convince the other tribe to get into the fight, sort of thing.
0: Well, she was going to tell them that uh, the Spearhead tribe, hey, if you guys want to survive, we're willing to let you uh, come into this tribe. And she was like... She immediately asked, can I kill them? (laughs) He was like, what? (laughs) She said, if they you know get out of line i want to be i want to kill them no <laughs> they have a task <laughs> but you know if they fail the task then yeah i don't give a shit what the hell are you do and she's like perfect and then then she goes off and does her thing yeah. that's why i think it was a little bit more uh weird how she, how she ended up doing it the way the way she did it but um yeah. hey man i respect it <laughs> then we had um spy
1: master uh finding out there's a Karen
0: that's gotten really freaking lost well that's that's after what happens with uh Nara, Nara, is it Naren and Tessel. yeah Narin and Tessel. the kingdom rules come last because <laughs> uh that's when I realized that I mean that that's when I did the first half and then I think it was Wednesday night I just watched the entire rest of it and i definitely remember wednesday night was when i was laughing about uh <laughs> what Delric was saying about uh jake <laughs> <laughs> right, right right and, As and they're gonna they're basically gonna run yeah. over yeah. they're gonna run over the uh the spearhead remnants easily <laughs> so yep. that's when he started uh setting up that that hundred people with and giving them uh ranged weapons and he was saying um yeah the these range weapons are are going to be able to take oh i'm sorry cell was saying that the range weapons are going to be able to do massive amounts of damage especially on the the flat plains of the the barren lands like they're gonna wipe out the other tribe because they don't have uh nearly as efficient range weapons so and then I think they also, at that point, got a uh, letter from Naito and, and with uh, Tessel's request to say that they're going to be bringing, um, they're setting up an army, and after they deal with the defense of Paradell I'm sorry, not the defense of Paridel, after they, <laughs> they're they done defending themselves from Paridel, the, uh that he would be able to use the um, the army however he needed to. So, here was that.
1: Yeah, this all comes under the
0: window were making the army's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the second half that, that off, were. Okay. Not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in the second half yet. Oh, this is what I wanted to bring up, though, is that um, <laughs> when he failed, <laughs> Jake was like, all right, it's time to go drink in mortar for, <laughs> and so I was like, hmm, it sounds like slavery to me. <laughs> I mean was like, long-winded stories
1: <laughs> to motivate people. That doesn't happen, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to bore them into action, but you're more likely to bore them to sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that was the last thing that uh that actually happened. But yeah, so apparently waterford was trying to whip up his uh <laughs> into <his, laughs> some kind of action. But um, let me see. The next point is uh, Naren, and uh, I think Akram Akram is able to finally get over to the Kujibachi clan, and they um, he begins telling them about how Clan Vok works. Yeah, uh, one the of Clan Vok. Is... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, he was saying that they're blasphemers. And that um, they follow, they don't follow the small amount of rules that Vroga has, <laughs> and they will take any opportunity for attack or subterfuge uh, if they see Kujibashi as a threat. And uh, then Narin was saying, "Okay, well, how about you know we bait them into doing something, and then they uh, to breaking the law, and then we report them for it." And Akram was like, I mean, I don't really like the subterfuge thing. Just probably, which oh, is why I left. But uh, it it's easy.
1: I'm gonna say little rewind
0: portion, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, about uh, how Akram ended up joining the the, the uh, clan. So I mean, no, the like, little rewind
1: portion was uh, Naran going. So can we get Densho help on this? And he's
0: like...
1: And oh, he's yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah. What do we tell him if he asks for support?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But
1: apparently so. Densho has his back. We just have to wait and see. It's whether about the they mean Rina way or ordinary way.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then... uh N- Narwin decides to make a platoon of cavalry. And he sends himself to this... Uh, I believe it was Shadow he was going to assist Ninja. because of Parado. It
1: because Ninja, they're, um, they're preparing to fight with the tribes.
0: Okay. Because I, I thought he was sending them originally to to, to Shadow. I don't think
1: Naran's sending any troops to Shadow unless he absolutely has to because of how far away. Yeah, they yeah. Are.
0: well, the whole thing was like the, the whole thing he was sending them there was because um, <laughs> Cecil was like, yeah, we should be fine. Yeah, which would be the reason why he wouldn't send it because he's fine. No, 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 no. Well, remember, remember originally, but this is before they did the negotiations. Originally, before he was saying, Oh, yeah, he wrote in a letter that we'll probably be fine. And he was like, Did you write probably in the letter? Because originally, Narn wasn't even going to make a platoon, he wasn't going to make anything. And then he was like, We're probably going to be fine. And he's like, Did you write probably in the letter? most likely and he's like god damn it yeah. <laughs> i'm making i'm making an army delric <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i think he was more concerned about um paradel than than you know the, the tribe <laughs> that, yeah, i just don't that think didn't. that he would
1: have picked up only 20 cavalry if it was paradel i think yeah. that'd be well, something he, that he would have he, expended he, the entire coffers on <laughs>
0: No, no, no. He was he was trying to to not spend that much because it was expensive yeah, for Calvary. Calvary. Yeah, Calvary. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which leads me to think, yeah, it wasn't Paradel that it was after. Because Paradel. Sure,
0: it was His oh. is a right, huge we'll number. There. Yeah, but um, I'm, uh, because I thought it was pretty much Paradell. because he wasn't worried about Dencho, and then once. Once, I think Densho uh, would also same. help. No, yeah, Den Dencho asked. They, they They both did. <laughs> they also
1: asked, they asked help from both Shadow and Thing and Tesla's. Like, I got to deal with this parallel thing first, but afterwards, the yeah, we'll send them to you.
0: If if, if, if everything you know what, goes well,
1: it- if everything goes well, we'll send them to you.
0: Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, uh, because there was no fight against Peridot, because Aaliyah rolled very well, and uh, she brought a a few score of soldiers with her, and she ended up having negotiations with the uh, Battle Centurion, um, informing him that his borders for Peridot were completely... Well, not completely wrong, but they were extended, more extended than they should have been, and... um, and that they need to be fixed. And he said that uh, he would do so. But she also came back with um, some information about why they were there. And apparently, they were looking to have a expedition into the barren lands to do some training.
1: Okay. Uh, or training
0: and
1: Or a Prisking.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y- you know, <laughs> an endeavor into the barren lands. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the actual thing was to form unity between the nearby tribes. So... Mm-hmm. You know, the Paradale way. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise um, if um, Inclimate suddenly had a Paradale and regimen. <laughs> <laughs> she also informs them that there are three groups. Um One of them led by a uh, uh, Satorian.
1: Oh, oh, you're talking about those, right?
0: The tribes. yeah, yeah. yeah. 100 troops, uh, two with battle tacticians, which each have 50 troops, and there's a lieutenant centurion going between giving the the orders from the battle centurion to the battle tacticians. So, anyway, she's successful. Uh, she gives all this information over to Naito, um, Naito and Tessa, and through letter, and says that she'll be back in the, in a little while, and. Um, then Tessel's like, yeah, we have nothing to worry about. I trust Aaliyah. She's perfectly fine. Uh, as long as no one drops a trump card, we should be fine. <laughs> Poor I mean, just saying, uh, is has got
1: a better track record of killing.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh, but Naito hearing this actually... Um, has a bit of an idea in his head, and he, he's like, Because uh, Varix is the one dealing with the Barren Lands, that maybe there's an opportunity to use Paradel as a bit of an olive branch. And um,
1: yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. That that that's not happening. that's yeah. not happening.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be an olive branch, it would be a suppressing foam. <laughs> <laughs> Tessel being um, the wise PC, decides, hey, um, I don't want to fuck up anything Variks may have going, so you need to go get his approval before I just say yeah to anything. And then Naito is like, well, if you let me do it, I'll go off. And of course, Tessel, being Tessel, he says, sure, buddy, go do what you need to do. (laughs) We jump forward to Naito meeting with Densho, which is uh, an Varix has a couple of people with him, uh, Varix, Erzog, Suresh, uh, Arithel, and Lyra. They're all in the meeting. And uh, Naito basically informs them about everything, uh, the situation going on with Paradell and how they plan on making deals in the Barren Lands. And Varix, after hearing this, cautions um, Naito about Paradel, and he also cautions them about the Barrenlands people, the tribes, I'm sorry, not people, Barrenlands tribes, and um, he says uh, you know, Paradel has had quote-unquote endeavors in the past, and they've all failed, (laughs) so uh, one of the reasons being, if even if Paradel, like, you know, offers something, or, or feeds a tribe, or whatever, the tribe has no feeling of obligation to like return that payment so <laughs> but he uh he says that there are some tribes that worship the lady which i'm guessing is lady uh aravel and well it's a not a render though, that's
1: name. for sure <laughs> just
0: a different name. <laughs> that's <true. laughs> but uh, i i've never actually heard to, like heard her referred to as just the lady so that's why I wrote it down, like that, but anyway, um but yeah, yeah, you know, Araville, and uh that those tribes could be dangerous, no kidding. And, and then night nighto <laughs> explains his his plan, you know, um hey let's let's use them as a way to have the tribes gain favor with us, and you know Paradel's giving them things, but Paradel might like say that how great of people we were. And they might be more willing to trade with us. And um, and then Variks, uh gets the council of his members, his advisors, and he's like, "Hey, uh, Aerithel, what do you think about this?" No, Arithel's it was Lyra. Like, it
1: was it was it was Vera. It was the warden. No, no the, one. no, the first person is No, the first person was Lyra, he...
0: who's called him a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then Aerithel no, 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 joined no, up. No. This is why Naito was still here. While Ling was still there, he asked Aerithel, and Aerithel was like, The situation could be beneficial, but you know, we need to contemplate it on it. And then Sarush <laughs> said, um, I'm all about that trade, but you know, things could turn badly. And that's when Lyra he looked towards Lyra, and Lyra was like, I have, you know, something to say. Yeah, I have something to say, but um... he was like, But you want to be alone? And that's when Naito left, and she was like, that dude's a fucking moron. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. That plan's way too optimistic.
0: Yeah, but Aritho actually uh, clarifies his statement right after that, saying that he agrees with Lyra and that it would be um, beneficial because they would be able to send out word to the uh tribe that paradel is going toward and that way they could gain favor with some of the tribes in Par- uh and the barren lands while also being able to take out paradel <laughs> a win-win for their tribe and serush being a bit dour because you know they wouldn't make nearly as much of a profit as they would if Paradell actually succeeded with that trade, and they were getting a piece of it, is like at least there'd be equipment, so we'll be able to take that, I guess. <laughs> and then um, they meet up with Naito and um, a very poorly
1: on sense motive and uh, yeah. thinks he's got his blessing.
0: Yeah, that was the crazy thing. Like, it's it was a good thing that they, I guess, and, and I know why Jake did it is that the they decided to um, tell him the truth.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. It was mostly because Jake didn't want to fuck over <laughs> Cell. <laughs> Being honest, otherwise, if it was just some NPC, I don't think he would have cared nearly as much. But because it was Sell, it was probably like, yeah, we probably shouldn't fuck over this other player. So. We're just going to tell him the truth. <laughs> yeah. oh. And of course, yeah, he rolled that nanny one, and it was bad. <laughs> but Denshaw thinks it's fine. Yeah. They have no problems with it.
1: <laughs> well, Varys doesn't. I'm sure Aerythel does.
0: <laughs> and that's when we jump into Jake finally getting into being able to roll his kingdom rolls. Uh, there's a portion that we you were explicitly asked not to say.
1: <laughs> um, well, there's a portion so where I explicitly we... said not to say that uh, we'd hoped to have After... Jake so that we could get around it by having him say it, because he had explicitly asked for us to talk about it so they could be reminded about it, <laughs> right. Scott had said don't remind them about it. So we can't remind them about the location of those three tribes, or we can't remind them about um, what happened in the community game, or we can't remind them about... Um, a Couple other things, <laughs> but
0: um, you know, I mean, how Paradell is not as big of a force as they might be because of other reasons because yeah, no, uh, the community yeah. game
1: really messed up the region, um, and <laughs> yeah, they have, that's, that's the sort of thing we just can't remind them about, unfortunately. Sorry, we got vetoed, you know,
0: if only there was a timestamp that we had somewhere around that hour mark maybe 45 minutes after the three hour mark i don't know if only there was that time stamp oh well sorry guys i forgot to write it down but um you know also according to the to the roles uh akram was able to give a considerable amount of help to Kujibashi clan oh, a plus five and wasn't it something like that yeah it's pretty big yeah. uh that's what curious is comes back all beaten up, battered, and saying that the endeavor went well. <laughs> and he's like... Man. I love how Varys doesn't even blink an eye at that entire situation. He's just like, everything went good? Yep. <laughs> and it's like she came back bruised, battered and bloody. <laughs> oh, also, she doesn't intend to be on the battlefield. So. Mm-hmm. I better not
1: be on that battlefield. <laughs> I believe was the quote.
0: Uh, and then there's the uh, the fun event of the dangerous settlement. Uh,
1: yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. I know I complained about not being able to roll anything anymore, but I, I loved that role.
0: <laughs> the event was the plague. Uh, and because luckily for Jake, because he didn't have all these things, I don't think his his modifier was that low. Like he got the road
1: thing. and the stockyards, where things increased. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, so, everything so else because he was.
0: didn't have a bunch of those buildings, because he didn't have a bunch of those buildings, he didn't uh, suffer that big of a modifier. But I think he ends up taking uh, because because he
1: to- passed both of them. It only ended up being mm-hmm. stability minus two permanently. And uh, the D3 from economy, which took out a BP instead. Okay, it should have been to the economy modifier, but
0: oh, well, I suppose it's cheaper. Well, no, 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 because then he ruled another another one, which is, that was the economic boon. And that was, uh, that's where he was supposed to keep. No, he's got a D4. it has got
1: um, those D6s. Yeah, Scott described it as... Oh, was
0: it D6? Yeah, you're right. D6. Yeah.
1: D6 Scott D6. described yeah. it as a minus 2 stability and minus a D3 economy. That's the words
0: he used with that one. So, and then uh, he got that so, economic boon and only got 1 BP. So yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I'm happy oh, you got the 3, Jake. <laughs> Shout out to uh, <laughs> sell though for saying that he used the podcast as his memory um another thing is i didn't know that i see I, the, the entire time was i thought cell was adding the g and narin's name calling him ganarin as a character thing <laughs> like that was what uh tesla was doing because you know <laughs> That's what Tesla would probably do. It seems like something Tesla would do. The, I, I mean, I'd expect Tesla to have Garnarin. spoken
1: the name more than read the name, so I don't see why he would pick up G immediately. I, like you know.
0: Well, it just seemed like a fun character thing. Like he probably read the name, read the G, and then it was like, oh, that that thing can't be silent, so he just calls him Gnarren. And because <laughs> Naren never actually, <laughs> um corrects him. Like he he said, I think he said the last session, that uh, he never corrected him before, because he never corrects him.
1: (laughs) Fears fear, I suppose. Fears fear.
0: (laughs) And uh, last but not least, we can get into the new uh, stuff, which is Yeah,
1: We only got to see session zeros for Neil and um, Tish.
0: Yep. It's a little there. bit of a different order this time, but yeah. Neil is still going first. <laughs> yeah, but the
1: luck was completely changed around between those two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Normally it's Tish that has all the ones, and Neil has all the twenties, and, uh... Yeah... Hmm.
0: I think for Tesh to be able to roll so many good rolls this... this that session though is really good Uh, especially for the type of character he had like super lawful (laughs) always doing things perfectly like that kind of guy so i think the roles really help play that out all right so we can jump into tristan who is neil's character which uh, i think
1: it's like the third or fourth time that someone's used the same name again (laughs) for like pcs and pcs yeah
0: I, i was gonna say that which uh was actually because we've had Laszlo, name. we've had
1: edric now we've got tristan <laughs> i think it's
0: happened once <laughs> other the, these these are the the canonical common names in aurora i mean in eroth we know this we got laszlo tristan joey phil <laughs> oh so <you're> at five <laughs> Um, yeah, these, these are just the canonical common names, that's all. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny
1: if the non-lethals, um, if we ever finished that game had to make new characters, A whole party of Joey's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we'd be able to convince... At least four of us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it just go up to Scott. What? It's the most common name in Iran, Scott. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or is the secret oh, freaking backups
0: full squad? <laughs> 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 we. They're not just a, a family of uh, merchants.
1: <laughs> Sometimes there's something there's something that's in the way of business just that too much. Bring in the Phil squad. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: I can't wait till he hears this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Quick note um, from the top.
2: <clears throat>
0: I refuse to be called a flumph. In chat, I hate those creatures. Those are the most annoying creatures I think Scott's ever role played. Well, I mean, he just I had the slug them. recently. <laughs> Look, that slug is going to get his revenge.
1: Okay, yep. <laughs> just that while they're sleeping, drip feeds acid into their mouths. You know, you know, someone's going to be that loud snorer type. And because his I, acid, I will was, get past Ophiuchus' poison.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking of uh, reverse John Wick. <laughs> they killed my master, and so I killed them. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into uh, Tristan. <laughs> we get a, a little bit of a backstory about uh, Dween and how the Dween heir is trying to become the River King and we we heard this information before but i think we learned a little bit more that he's getting all the rivers that flow that actually flow into the rivers that that are in his uh his region not just the river, the rivers in his region cool. which is a lot of rivers yeah yeah <laughs> and um one of the bits of information that we heard that for was because Neil's character Tristan is actually uh, from Parania. He's from Parania, but in order to be able to join the uh, Parano the, army. And, the part that's it, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that, but yep. Because he's, he's migrating of between
1: right. provinces. So.
0: Right. <laughs> so there's that. And then um, we also find out that his family has about five horses and uh, he went off to enlist and failed and I guess because he was liked by the the local lord um, he was given one of the one of these steeds that his family uh breeded so yeah hey and its name is Carrick which I was a little bit confused because I didn't know if it was because it's just slightly off <laughs> from Karak, <so>. Probably not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't thinking about it, but its his name is Karak. You know, it was really close to Karak, so...
1: <laughs> yeah. I was going to mention that he's actually part and part hobgoblin, as well, which is yeah. interesting.
0: His mom came from uh, a deer, uh, which is why he would have to... And there's a red goblin. so... That's why he's slightly mm-hmm. pinkish.
1: <laughs> At least it wasn't neon pink. I mean <laughs> I mean if he becomes that good of a rider, he could become the pink baron.
2: We'll
0: see. Well <laughs> he's the <laughs> Oh no, the parent have released the pink baron. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know how, like the Red Baron uh-huh. was a like a famous pilot in World War One, for German side, something. Right, 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 right. Yep, yep, yep. I know.
2: Baron up. for
0: <laughs> for <From Paridel. laughs>
1: yeah. May not be noble, but uh, that's the thing with being a you know, mounted person. You usually end up getting tenability pretty quickly because <laughs> everyone you <loves> their horse <laughs> charges,
0: recovery <Their> charges. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, um, what's his name? Tristan. Goodness gracious, it's going to take me a minute (laughs) (laughs) to get used to that name, dude. (laughs) Tristan, uh, finds finds himself, I think he's, like, champion at this point, right?
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
0: Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, he's a legionnaire first. I think think he's going to be joining the campaign as a champion, and, um, he starts off as a legionnaire because he does so well. You know, obviously he's getting a, a rank up, but he doesn't get nearly a, as much of a rank up as Tesh does. Mm. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, he did disobey that one order. Um. <laughs> you know, they we, so we get uh, some information. There's a there's a female. Uh, uh, she's not an officer. I, keep, I kept wrote, writing that in a notes that she was an officer, but she's not an officer. There's a female soldier um, who actually is a cartographer, which is pretty cool. And
2: yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's
0: the same rank you know. as yeah, him. Yeah, she is. She is. And they've got a hobgoblin who's in charge of them. And the hobgoblin informs them about the large uh, pulse of dark light coming from a deer.
1: That's caused the undead to come
0: trickling out of the deer yeah yep this is where they get their mission um they are supposed to because they work for the well they work under the the Queen here on how do you say his how do you say his title <laughs> i don't remember it's either Dwein-Hair. Dwein-Hair
1: or here or like that.
0: yeah but anyway, so because they work under the Dornier, um, their missions are to secure the the rivers and take out any undead that they find along the riverside, and um, to s- clear up clear out an area that is south of, south of the
1: river in Adir. Yeah. Um.
0: So it's s- the southern area of deer and between that river from the southern area of Adir and right above a juventia they're supposed to be setting up a buffer zone um, so that they can do any charges if they need to and uh then he asks for a cartographer and here's a here's a point i'm going to say right now the soldier that uh tristan was talking to when uh ends up raising her hand and saying hey i'm a cartographer how much (laughs) remember remember that she raised her hand though she volunteered herself (laughs) and she's able to to go in and because neil was rolling so bad he felt that she was very confident and knew so much about a deer and was (laughs) very confident in her abilities to talk about it and go on and on about the region um i don't know if that colored any of his decisions later on but whatever um after the meeting was done he decided he was going to go talk to the officer. Um, and he was basically saying that if they're going to be fighting the undead, they need to know how to. I'm, I'm sorry, they have to acclimate their horses to the the smell of the undead and you know the other features of being dead, yeah, and running well, and stuff that come. They're poor, that
1: poor cartographer because <laughs> they were there to help the climb out. Acclimate their horses. Yeah. um, Because he was doing his best to do the ones that people weren't there to do it along with. Mm -hmm. But um, someone's horse got missed (laughs) in (laughs) that acclimation process. It just so happened to be the photographers.
0: Uh, I wonder if she'll show up in the campaign but we d- happened to her, so
1: but we do know that at least two of them are already were gonna fucking bite you
0: <laughs> yeah that that was the crazy part uh i I'm wondering why is he, he he specifically made sure that was a thing was that they were they didn't they weren't phased by the like rotting meat like the other horses were and um that when he tried to investigate and like at the horses and, you know, put his hand up toward the horses. Rather than trying to attack him out of frustration, they just straight up attacked him out of aggression. He was like, "Mm." (laughs) Can you leave that one alone? So I wonder whose sources those were. If I had to guess it would have been the officer (laughs) and one other,
1: I don't know who the other one would have been. Unless there was another veteran
0: amongst them. That's all I've guessed. Yeah, maybe. At this point, we find out what kind of weapons he uses. He uses a uh, lance. I think he also said later on that he definitely had a spear also. Um, he describes himself. Um, no. He had I'll a tell lance, a shield,
1: and then he also had a pick. Which I don't yeah, know. he, had, he but,
0: has a spear. One-handled thing with
1: that. a nice little curved spike on it. So uh,
0: He has a I, I was saying he has a shield because at the end when he's banging his uh, what he's banging against his lance is a spear. Um, he says that he's banging his spear against his lance to make as much noise as possible. I think so he that's, said
1: shield there. he was talking about using the shield. I thought strong. he said
0: shield at first too, but I'm pretty sure he said spear. I'm pretty sure he meant <laughs>
1: shield. <laughs> because there's the tapping of sticks versus the banging of a shield. Which one's going mm-hmm. to be louder? we've never tried to either
0: of them <laughs> listen, listen, I write what people say not what they mean, okay <laughs> you're going to be a chronicler you can't write what people mean, you have to write what they say
1: <laughs> I didn't realize this is becoming the Earthian Chronicle <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you seen the amount of notes i take <laughs> yes i have and they always appreciate it <laughs> oh man. but anyway yeah, yeah yeah so tristan is along with his uh group and they are actually patrolling down the river tristan uh is is riding along and the female office i mean the female soldier he was talking to decides to come up and uh talk to him and like you know hey oh why didn't i, I remember going. that one
1: it's it's, it's it's the officer's name it was secret yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell scott <laughs> <laughs> that's a meme and a half i ever heard one <laughs> <laughs> I'm the notes, just like because I'm because this one I've got a lot of memory stuff for. I was like, I was gonna look at the notes see what you're up to. Oh, I forgot i completely. They've completely passed my mind and hasn't come up yet. It's a secret. <laughs> I would, I would, I would absolutely love if his last name was Agent. <laughs>
0: He's a DM, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so that officer, secret agent, chills up in the first session.
2: Oh, <laughs> I
1: completely forgot about it. And I was like, "Hang on! Oh, wait, we didn't talk about that yet." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that 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 uh female soldier she comes up she's trying to talk to tristan uh having a conversation about him that's when we find out that he's actually have hobgoblin uh because she's like hey aren't you parent why are you in inclement like you said you live here um and he goes on to inform that his mother originally came from a deer so you have to uh go into Inclame in order to become a first-class citizen or can he become a first class citizen? Hmm. I mean, he was born here. I guess I guess those lines are blurred. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. We'll, we'll see. Anyway. Um...
1: Well, we don't exactly have many half-parent yeah. so far that we've yeah. seen. That's I'm Half-parent that... already half-elves,
0: but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> While the two are talking, the some the scout up ahead hears a uh, a roar, a majestic eagle
1: being... cry.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if one saw it, it would have been an eagle. Yes, it would have been an eagle bear, but, um... <laughs> but they end up fighting against an owl bear. Um, one important point to make, though, is that he the officer, uh officer secret <laughs> says <laughs> uh they normally wouldn't destroy the outbear's home or like drive it off of, of its land because they're they're the ones trespassing however they need to keep the uh river safe uh so that they are able to do their work without being attacked from wildlife and so they tell them to take care of it he points out the four of them uh one of them being a lieutenant centurion no no no. i'm sorry not no he's not one of them being a warden one of them and the other three just being whatever the hell they are which <laughs> is they? uh they'll, they'll yeah i which think she is. i think this is where we find out what because scott went into a little bit of detail that uh warden is the lowest rank that can give command to other soldiers and champion is the highest rank that does not give any command to other soldiers so um and he points them all out and then the girl out of uh frustration says every time i'm with you i i get volunteered to do something yet that's a strange statement because she volunteered herself last time yeah so. yeah <laughs> um, hmm. It's kinda of weird that you're blaming everybody else for your decisions.
1: <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have done the first volunteering. Just now <laughs> it's painted you as someone that will
0: volunteer. <laughs> but anyway, um even before like this is when uh we, we get to see the Tristan's skill with not only riding, but his uh his ability with the lance and he pretty much takes out that thing in like almost one hit. He gets a little bit of assistance from from the uh, female soldier who is an archer and uh, the warden who actually has a crossbow which we were made clear that it is not uh, a Stalingrad crossbow. <laughs> so, <laughs> not we, everyone we has the money and we don't know Gilderia whether
1: Galdaria would permit such sale to Herobot.
0: Right, right, right. That's what I was going to say. We don't um, mm, you know, Par- Paradel is uh, a <laughs> very warlike, and other people are afraid. So, but uh, he does massive damage. I think it was like 28. 20, I
1: think it ended points, up being thirty-eight damage total.
0: Yeah. Okay. So he
1: did so like. I think someone did he, four. He did someone did six, and then he did yeah. And then it ran yeah, away. He did over half by himself. <laughs> then it ran away, and he decided that he'd just bang his shield and it's something to chase it away. And the uh, warden also shot it again with a crossbow, which very likely killed it.
0: <laughs> Listen, you so, guys um,
1: there's probably going to be a conversation about why you chased it away instead of hitting it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't know if that happened. But it, it seems so it seems like his character is pushing maybe chaotic neutral chaotic good,
1: so or but, neutral um, or neutral, good or true neutral. Just like Because druids don't tend to be chaotic thing and mean, he's definitely being more uh, pro nature.
0: Not saying that he is a druid because he's clearly a cl- cavalier, but um He didn't um He's not lawful. He didn't follow orders. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we end. And um after we got back from the first video, I think Delric asked why he uh, disobeyed the command. And he says that Tristan felt it was unnecessary, also using the uh, using the excuse that he couldn't hear him because of his helmet and him banging on the shield and and the lance already so i'm just gonna go with shield i don't really care he was uh using it as excuse so that that that's his excuse that he would have given to command i guess but anyway they drove off the outbear. they 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 did what they were supposed to which is that is where tristan ends and galan begins in the beginning of galan galan i'm sorry galan and i, I knew i was saying it wrong because the we had like a five minute conversation about how his name sounds like a gallon of milk, mm. <laughs> so, but uh, Galan, we in the beginning, we um, he, not I'm sorry, not in the beginning, but there is no class or rank under Tesh's name because uh, something happens mm. later on, especially that we get to see him in the first uh session, but we do find out his rank, i mean, yeah, his rank and his class yeah, at the end, man, but um, uh, which.
1: One thing I don't remember is did he say what race he was? So I
0: don't remember it. Parent. Parent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's parent it, because and here's why. Uh, when he left Amulta, he could have already been a second class citizen without having take having to take on Enclame. But he was Scott was saying there would be, you know, he first off he wouldn't mind Enclame because he came from the parent military. And second yeah, awesome I mean, town, yeah. a multi yeah a Maltese military, and secondly because uh um why wouldn't he try to get the perks that come with being a first class citizen so uh, there's one more thing with
1: Tristan, actually that um there's a lot of speculation that where that al was, that is probably the one that's nesting outside the time temple the entire time, ah. Because they had to get they had to get past Albia, uh, and then I had to get past Albie on the way out. So oh, okay, yeah, was... yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that might be it,
1: dude. <laughs> so <laughs> that gives us some idea of where they are, where Tristan was at that time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the points line up actually. Yeah, that might have been it.
1: That just something that came up in chat a bunch, so. <laughs> I figured I'd remember that. Even though we've gotten past that and back into Gallon, but...
0: <laughs> no, no, no that, that's fine. It's, it's fine to bring up. Um, actually, one thing with another point with Gallon is because he started in the Baltese military, he actually starts off as a Legionnaire Superior. And we actually find out the reason that... Um, I'm just going to say it now because it happened during some down moment that's not really important to go over. Uh, we actually found out the reason that he ended up leaving was due to a scar that reaches from his cheek to the back of his neck. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the back of his head. Uh, he was... Chester's saying that there's n- no hair would have grown in that point. And I'm yeah. thinking he was the uh, subject of some experiments going on in Amolta at that time?
1: <laughs> well, considering the end, I'd say that it's also corroborated there. So, I mean, so
0: that makes it interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. if... Uh, he got any little special idea uh, abilities from that other than him just being an aegis. Uh what we find spoilers. out? Spoilers. Ben, spoilers. It's a, the spoiler podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fun part is how he actually gets to be the aegis rather than just you know <laughs> at least you're an aegis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? <laughs> but he wasn't
1: an aegis at this point, I don't
0: think. No, no. He's just a legionnaire superior who fights with a who fights with breastplate and a big ass sword. <laughs>
1: so. I just had a really funny image in my head when you said that. Just saying, fights with a breastplate and a big ass sword. We had a big ass sword one hand, breastplate and the other. Whack 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 slash whack <laughs> <and> slash. Fights <laughs> 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 uh, wearing a breastplate and using a big sword. Yes. <laughs> Put the breastplate and the big sword <laughs> oh, damn, I just, I just like immediately that
0: image came into my. did you <laughs> walking around smacking people with this breastplate yeah that's pretty good <laughs> oh. rena might want to try that one you know <laughs>
1: spare officer goes i want you to polish this breastplate so well you can see my face in it. whack did you see your face now <laughs> Oh no, he just whacks him so hard that he's he just faced like a dent mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <His face.
0: laughs> can you oh, see your man. face now? I can see your face, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not that I did do that, but that was just a funny image that immediately came to mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, he's too awful to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> Oh, oh! I was saying uh, why I like this. I like the, the mission uh, that they had. Um, he used to be part, well, not used to, but he's used to being part of a uh, bigger group. But they ended up uh, choosing him and seven other soldiers to go and do something that the Yavin here wouldn't done done uh, personally. Um, and I was about to say, Tesh I do remember
1: saying that there were other groups also doing this.
0: Hmm. It's it's yeah. It was uh well from what Scott was saying, two groups split up into four. That's the only group that those are the only groups that we know from the session. But yeah, there's probably other groups doing it, like you're saying, because I I don't think the oven here would have thrown all his eggs in one basket. <laughs> it <laughs> um, would have been funny
1: if the egg was in the oven here's office, but well, I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: uh what's his name go on group is uh part of the extraction and infiltration not infiltration uh the distraction extraction and distraction group
1: extraction and exfiltration
0: no. yeah whatever yeah it's a better word so also sabotage uh which is why they in the beginning uh, sabotaged a some caravan. They ended up raiding the caravan, taking the luxury goods. I believe they left some of the the stuff for the regular soldiers, though, for, like the slave soldiers over there. But they ended up t- taking like stuff like honey and uh, you know all the stuff that was going toward the taskmasters. That's when we find uh, we get their names. We have Minerv, who was the lieutenant tech. Uh, tactician, uh, she's the commander of the four, of the group of four, uh, Killian and Delilah, and. Hey, they, hey Delilah!
1: <laughs> I literally made that chicken chat.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for you to make it on the podcast, also. <laughs> <laughs> but, but after they, um, after the successful raid of the caravan, they camp out at night uh, somewhere fairly decent, and um, able to share a couple of drinks, go over some war stories. That's where we find out about, what's his name? Galan, <laughs> <Galen>. um <laughs> leaving Amalta, and the reasons that he did so. Uh, because one, he feels like Amalta is not fighting for its own people. And two, you know, them making
1: really doesn't like Yovance.
0: And he doesn't like Yovance so uh then we find out a little bit about delilah she ends up coming from uh escaria uh she um is wanted (laughs) what's a little bounty between friends I don't know if Tess was just saying this or if Galen said it, if he said it in character for Galen. But he was saying that, you know, if you're wanted, that just means you did well. And <laughs> But uh,
1: nothing else than character. Yeah, yeah, you're,
0: you're probably right. Because Killian appears to know Delilah fairly well. Because when she was like, I left Ascaria because I couldn't. Stand the trade that Ascaria was doing with a Malta who was in turn supplying Jovants. And, and I knew I couldn't do anything from my homeland, so I came to Paradell who was fighting against them. He was like, You fucking liar. <laughs> so... yeah, um, especially
1: seeing as Ascaria's got embargoes on a Malta. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> so there's yeah, kind that of too.
1: forced by a certain gnomish enclave shall we say
0: <laughs> there is definitely that too yeah 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 but one, one, one thing that uh important point to point out is that Minerve points out how well the group seemed to fight um together like they were all synchronizing and such yeah even though it was like their first time um actually working as a team and and considering as how diverging their backgrounds were as well Right. Especially because uh what's his name? Galan came from uh a Malta and he previously served in the Maltese army. She was saying that his fighting style is particularly parent <laughs> which is a little bit strange, but uh they chalked it up to him working very hard and he got a lot of <laughs> the rest of the group ragged on him about being a kiss ass the entire night, so
1: <laughs> Well that and having a stick of his ass, yeah.
0: <laughs> he didn't but, uh, touch any drink until the next morning, but they did find that cookie. Did no, he cook d- he drank he drank a he drank a swig, and that was only when he decided to tell them about a Malta.
1: And All right, they yeah, that. Right. Yeah.
0: But he definitely drank more the next morning, accidentally. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the next morning, he um he ended up finding that Killian did a really shit job uh covering their tracks so they, <laughs> they need to move
1: quickly so he quickly grabbed a drink
0: of water that wasn't water and um it was actually a very sweet breakfast with honey uh those cookies what else was in it <laughs> like crumbs of those cookies uh on what he thought was v- water which turned out to be vinegar <laughs> because
1: not, no no no, no no he thought it was vinegar right that just means it was bad wine. <laughs> <laughs> because that's pretty common in that area. <laughs> also, also, there's potentially a reference to Throne Keeper in that one. <laughs> we didn't see any seals or anything, but if that had to be on it, I think we know which
0: type oh, of wine oh it was. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I didn't put that together. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> theory and wine. <laughs> yeah,
1: we thought we was gonna get <laughs>
0: After they are able to, I think they cover their tracks a lot better this time. But um, they end up getting to the extra, um, walking, you know, before they get to the extraction point, what's her name, Minerve walks along Golan and she's like talking to him and um, saying that asking him what the best extraction point would be uh then i i guess we can go into it if you want but it's the western entrance the southeast entrance and the north entrance uh the north being having heavy guard activity so they wouldn't choose there the western entrance having the uh regular trade in and out of the town and the southeast having actually slave trade and uh this is important because she acts as him, and then she gives a rebuttal against his choice. Of course, he chooses the Southeast insurance because even if things go wrong, they may be able to uh, act, which is what her rebuttal was, was that um, they would want things to go wrong so that they can, you know, free some of the slaves and, you know, that kind of thing, rather than staying quiet. But... <laughs> galen thinks that uh everything is gonna go well (laughs) he doesn't he doesn't think that things are gonna turn out that bad but she points this out because she says that she asked the rest of them and they all chose the southeast entrance giving pretty much the same reasons and um she says it feels like a bit like deja vu and uh that the person giving them the this this mission told her to look out for these kind of things between the group And Gallon brushes this off by saying, like, "Hey, it's probably no big deal. The commanders are very good at choosing uh who the missions would who who would be a good team for missions and that kind of that kind of thing, yeah, so that before going into the town, they decide um to hide their supplies so that they don't look like uh soldiers walking into the town. I'm <laughs> With their big would ass. Be <laughs> Especially when you're going in through the slave entrance and none of the guards recognize you. You're just walking in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh... <laughs> Sorry, you've got to leave your combat breastplate by the door. Yeah. Uh, due to some good rolls, though, Delilah is able to um, locate the other group. And she says that bad things are happening, that the guards seem to be closing in on tavern. Um, and my nerve is... <laughs> says that they need to uh, go and take care of that situation almost immediately. Um, she gives the team orders, telling Galan specifically to stay out here and whatever he does to get that group back to parallel with that information. Um, she chooses Delilah to deliver the message discreetly without actually engaging the group. Uh, Killian, because of how uh, physical he likes to get, he's to be the distraction should things go wrong, and she will be applying pressure where needed, because she's the commander of the group and she probably has the most experience doing these kind of things. So, and then uh, basically for Tesh, <laughs> for a little bit, uh, he had to just sit there. Uh, oh, sorry, not Tesh. Galad, he had to just sit there for like a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um...
1: When you're trying to hide in plain sight, that's sort of necessary.
0: <laughs> and uh, he's he's able to locate some weapons and some things that he could get just in case things go bad. Like, if they go really bad, he's able to spot, like, a blacksmith and um, there are, like, weapons that are damaged and they're repairing. And then there's also, like, uh, you know, the weapons that, they, that just got repaired. So he's like, okay, if things go really bad, I'll run over to that area and pick up these weapons to fight because where they hit the supplies was way too far back for them to find. But um, as he's doing that, Delilah comes running and screaming. (laughs) I'm 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 sorry. Delilah doesn't run and scream. Uh, There are guards screaming and running after Delilah. And they're like, catch her, catch her! But Gallen gets this uh, feeling that this whole thing is staged, and that uh, he shouldn't interfere just yet. Um, he sees Delilah running uh, with a coin purse, um, and gallon takes this opportunity to uh, go up and bump into the guards to, uh, you know, look like, oh, I fell. <laughs> And he used that, that time to be able to um to get the information to pull the the other group out. Um while Delilah and Minerve both take care of the situation. Um because Killian is nowhere to be seen.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, he was gonna fuck things up. Yep. You know that if well, something so- was going to go wrong, that'd be him.
0: Mostly due to his, uh, the not one role that test rolled for him, but you know, yeah, he, he is a fuck up, so. <laughs> uh, pretty fitting that he was the one to fuck up the plane. Yeah. Oh, man. Galen is able to get the party out, uh, safely. <laughs> but, uh, he's able to get the party out, um, the other party out safely. Oh. Uh. But yeah, anyway, he's able to do his extraction. He, of course, he's worried about his other party, and they decide, hey, uh, you know, we want to go back and help because we had to see them deal with the the, the, uh, the group, and that kind of sucks. <laughs> we really want to go back. And Galen is able to convince them otherwise. He's like, look, you guys got that the plans and the documentation and what we came to do it, um, is more important at the moment because we all knew we were getting up to. And if they sacrifice, if they had to sacrifice them, not their lives, us going back would just make that entire thing for naught. So the group decides, OK, fine, we'll go back in the we'll wait a little while and we'll go back in the morning. Um, in the morning, though, Minerve shows up. She's beaten, battered in everything. Uh, she's using a giant. Uh, I guess it would be a pretty big branch, but she's using a branch to try and balance herself like a crutch and um she shows up and she informs them that Delilah was taken into slavery and that she says and in the beginning she begins saying probably but she says he didn't make it uh killing didn't make it uh he ended up coming too late, and they swiftly took care of him so he the group just has to go back to hell. Uh I guess, you know, they were successful. Unfortunately, yeah. they've had a lot of casualties. At this point, uh, <laughs> I think I think Stagan was getting ready to drop some, something.
1: Here. Oh, he definitely dropped uh, Fortune's Favor to try and oh, he dropped Fortune's fortune drop to get out of slavery. Yeah, I don't know, but it's um, a route that Scott wasn't expecting. So.
0: Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: If i had to guess Icarus, but mm,
0: mm, but there's also a potential okay. Like that. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because he he did drop a fortune savior. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I seen the the conversation in chat. So mm, yeah. Um, and two weeks later, uh, Gallen is getting ready to receive his uh promotion, promotion, which everyone was expecting, but he ends up coming up on a, uh, a certain meeting.
1: Yeah, so meeting a certain character where the entire line of questioning is not so much about what do you actually do, but what did you notice? And it's like the entire time it's like, uh, it's just what I did, what I did, what I did. Oh, you mean that? Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was just wondering whether it was proximity or duration. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so my favorite little tyrant popped up again. <laughs> so we know that he's definitely been in part of the Sonic training program. Mm-hmm.
0: She described it as uh a lot of meditation. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, she basically explained to him that there's no invasive experimentation, there's no spells cast or anything like that. It's all like mental exercises and doing things by rote. Getting complicated more complicated things done by writing and things like that which is probably Isn't a lot better than anything he's, ex- he's experienced in a Malta, to be honest. In a Malta,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is where the session ends. Pretty fucking cool ending. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Chat exploded. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: wasn't there, but, yeah, but the description was pretty much the dead guy. <laughs> right, right.
0: I mean, I didn't hear a lot of the, that description at first. I wasn't I was paying attention to both work <laughs> and what was going on. So, but um, yeah, definitely cool, cool ending. Very well, I would say the ending was very unexpected for me. Like I did not expect to see Jen there. That answers our, uh, I think it was last week, um, our conversation about where maybe what Jen is doing and what sounds uh, her in, what's his name? 13 might 13 be named, more. So. yeah
1: Yeah. I don't think Tish knows what he's going to get into with that because she's very much going to be interested in every single person that joins up for the program because she will not want any one of them to fail. <laughs> or if they do fail she's going to be on them really freaking hard. <laughs> because every single one of them is going to reflect on her now. And she's very much a I want all my position i want all my power and if you're going to get in my way i'm going to crush you (laughs) so if you succeed she's gonna she's gonna be your best friend if you're gonna fail you're gonna find out why she's neutral evil (laughs) she's also a wizard that's got interrogation and things like that so (laughs) <laughs> it's very much a investigation by either identifying the object or by forcing you to tell her what it is. What
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> One thing I'm very interested in, though, is uh, the high train is not going to be doing uh, limit breaks. They're going to be activating someone's limit break on the show. I'm interested in... Well, not necessarily in...
1: activating them, but like charging them for them, for them to use, yeah i mean it'd be pretty fucking awkward if the limit break was an explosion right all of a sudden yeah, there's, yeah, a, no. there's a fifth level hype train and then like it automatically activates the limit break at the highest fucking point that it could be
0: right but i, act- it's I just activate, charging them i don't think it's activating. No, by activate no <laughs> activate i meant they're able to use them i didn't mean yeah. like being able, making them go off <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a little bit insane, but it um, would be. <laughs> just, just like, drop a hype. Just
1: like you, you know how like the hype train usually starts at like the start of the episode, right? I'm just sitting down yeah. for breakfast. Oh no, it's that time again.
0: <laughs> yeah, that no, that would be insane. They're just like going. The... All right, it's time for you guys to take a long rest. Oh wait, hype train started so. <laughs> you wake up
1: you wake up inside the inn, and it's um you gotta yeah it's raining on you for some reason
0: (laughs) it's like i guess i gotta get up and go omni slash for no reason whatsoever
1: (laughs) just like snoring rolls over in bed slash
0: But I was I was gonna say I wonder if Tristan is a part of that program as well. He just doesn't have as much uh, ability as Galen is gonna be getting because we haven't seen anything. I wonder what the first off, I wonder what limit breaks are. But you know I'm kinda hoping the touches is just like a very unique thing. But we'll see. Because uh it seems like Tristan has quite a bit of ability that people are interested in as well.
1: Let's try some sort of like heroic charge strike sort of thing. Because he's mm. pretty much the cavalryman, <laughs> this sort of thing, like the decisive sort of cavalry charge sort of thing.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can see that. That's what I'm pretty much hoping for. Um, One other piece of information that I think we learned, but maybe we learned this episode, but we might have known it a little bit. Uh, Yvonne and Peridot still have a bit of uh, trading going on. <laughs> Even war. while they're at war, <laughs>
1: it's silly so, if you ask me. But I suppose they don't really have much really a choice. <laughs> and also, it's you never know. It. Nobles, nobles are always looking for themselves. True, you're right. You're right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the ones that lot. don't,
1: especially in Jovan's, well, we've had an example of that. And no one likes them. <laughs>
0: I was just I was just pointing that out because it's a little bit awkward, but uh you know, to be at war with a a whole nation and decide and, you know let's still trade with them, it's fine, don't worry about it. Mm. But uh you yeah, know, the only reason I pointed that little bit out. Yeah. I've still
1: got the image of the explosion. random fucking explosion going in my head. <laughs> <laughs> That in the <laughs> combat breastplate.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man! But uh, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. We thank all the players. Very excited to see what uh, what is in store for us with Enclame. Happy. To no see pressure, you. Jake. No pressure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> oh man. But uh, definitely fun episodes this week. <laughs> Both Inklame and, and Regicide get more anime by the week, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I think
1: the most first complaint about that,
0: though, was Josh, so
1: I think they're fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, have a great week. Hope your families are safe. Also, make sure you put your uh, hashtag Tees for the Strongs out there. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking. And make sure you post your scooter gifts. <laughs> We're good.
1: Yeah. As usual, just talk at the Aurora community. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: and by that, I mean the chat, not everyone else. Thank you.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, everyone.